Sponsored by the Dunleary Ratdown Local Enterprise Office. You're listening to Business Eye with Joe Dalton and Simon Haig. Good afternoon and welcome to Business Eye uh, on this uh, bright and breezy uh, Friday afternoon. Oh, just I just need to slow down and breathe. I've had a busy week, Joe. How, how, you have a fine haircut as well. <laughs> it's brutal. I, I am telling <laughs> it's you. It's semi-bald. That is, that is the shortest I've yeah. ever seen your hair. Yeah. Where did you get that? Uh, here in Dublin, Is in Churchtown, my favourite yeah, barber's yeah, there no, in Churchtown. It's funny when I when I do Zoom calls with clients and I'm looking into the Zoom and I see the reflection of myself back. I'm always going to need a haircut because my wife says when I let my hair grow too too wild, I look like uh, Ken Barlow where the coronation strikes. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Yeah, no, a shout out to Churchtown Barbers, they're excellent. But uh, it's a, an, an eventful week. It's a, been oh, an eventful week. There's just a week. lot going on, you know. Politically, uh, we're all sitting on the fence going with our jaws hit the ground, <laughs> but we're not going to get into that today. Yeah. Um, the coronavirus seems to be um, spreading its wings across uh, this great world that we have, and probably scaring some people in in in, in Ireland as well. But I think I think it's looking at it that it's you know the people that are getting it at the moment are either old or sick and all and I it think, seems I think to be mainly a isolated in china yeah hopefully. there's there's a you know people like to talk fear and sp- spread that negativity yeah. and, and cause worry in a lot of people yeah. which which you know doesn't have a lot of our industries yeah. uh, on it but there's there's so much going on I know. there is so much going on know, as well that it's it's and it's at the end of the day it's like that serenity prayer you can only only worry about what you can control there's no point in worrying about stuff you can't control no no you know? and but you need to know the difference but do you know <laughs> yesterday was world radio day really yes right. celebrating world radio day and that's the the, the benefits and what radio can do for the local community and today roses are red violets are blue oh yeah i'm stuck in the studio with you and i need to go, go, <laughs> need to go buy, buy a card too buy me a card actually you know i'll say this on air it was i bought my wife a lovely present for valentine's day and she was disgusted <laughs> seven euro floor mass from aldi it's the thought that counts who have we got today we've got who two we great got? guests and i think we've got a third one joining us yes. so first up we have kathy burke from travel councillors welcome kathy thank you it's great to see good you. to be here great thank you, you. <laughs> and then second up we have uh, gary purcell and you're representing two parts of the same business one is all go which is the business side and the other one is all gifts which is the consumer side Am I, uh, that's right yeah yeah welcome thank you very much and it's it's interesting why i asked both of you to come in at the same time because there is a synergy about what you do one travel and the other one team building or getting people out into nature with all the different organizations such as have around and base and everything so guys tell me Cathy, we'll start with you how's business Business is really, really good. Really? Really, really good, yeah. Particularly this January was our best ever January. 
in terms of sales we had our best ever sales day on the 31st of january and it was really really good yeah best ever best wow. ever yeah whereas 15 years that's best ever in ireland of course. 40, 40 years, years in business in well for those Doesn't who don't day know over 20. <laughs> what what does your business do in essence so we're travel counsellors. We are um, essentially a bit like a traditional, you might say, travel agent or tour operator. We sell holidays to people. We also sell uh, business travel to people who travel for business. Uh, but where we are different from an Irish point of view, or sorry, from a travel counsellor's point of view, is that all of our travel counsellors are experienced travel people, but they all work from home and they all run run their own businesses uh, under uh, our franchise um, uh, arrangement, if okay. you like. So we will be licensed and bonded in Ireland with the Commission for Aviation Regulation. So from that point of view, everything is um, pretty legit. Yeah. Um, but all of our travel counsellors are experts at what they okay. do. Okay. Has the industry changed over the last, Massive. since since the, the downfall of the Celtic Tiger? Massive. It massively has. Yeah, massive. In what way has it changed? Well, when we started in business in Ireland in 2005, the um, SSIA, remember the SSIA yeah, scheme yeah, yeah. that the government um, had was in full flow. And I think yeah. we were two years into business when everybody got their money. Oh God, I forgot about that. And it we, was... We built a conservatory, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> well, a lot of people went on holiday. So it was a frenzy, as you as you can remember, of people spending money. And um, happily, a lot of them spent money with us on holiday. And, and people went, uh, I suppose, during that boom time, uh, people just spent money and didn't really think a huge amount about it. Yeah. But now, uh, the difference now is as well, the world has gotten more accessible for for us uh, we would sell an awful lot of places and send people to places that they would never have thought of before so whilst people still like their um, five star and their luxury or semi luxury their Irish people particularly are an yeah. awful lot more adventurous in the type of holiday <laughs> yeah. they go for do you know in I did a count on how many destinations that would be not countries but destinations so it could be England uh, Scotland Wales mm-hmm. about 135 destinations I've been to. How many countries, roughly? Oh, my God. Because uh, we did this. We've got a board at home with my wife, my two daughters and me. And our youngest daughter, Alice, had been to 32 countries by the age she was 18. All over Russia. we lived in Australia. Wow. You know? All over Russia. No, all over <coughs> Europe. Uh, all over America. Vietnam. Thailand. Probably Malta, pushing 40. Pushing 40. Uh, you yeah, should be a travel um, counsellor, <laughs> You're yeah. wasted yeah. in yes, this job. Yes, yes. <laughs> I even travel around the world three times on aircraft carriers in six months. Wow. Wow. So I haven't done that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've been I in, haven't done it. I have no wish to. No, really. <laughs> and Chinooks and as well yeah it's been a, it's been an interesting <laughs> travel and it's only just beginning on that, yes and talking about Chinooks and talking about traveling and all Gary one of the things I love about your organization is you basically are a one-stop shop for anyone that wants to have a bit of fun what that's what I'm picking up but maybe explain a little different yeah, sure. Um, so our business uh, has been going for uh, over 10 years. We actually launched um, our consumer website, uh, allgifts.ie, uh, in 2008, just uh, in time for Christmas and just in time for the big uh, recession to start. Uh, so uh, really good timing. Um, and our uh, the website, uh, what it set out to do was to allow uh, people to go on and find a really good gift uh, and to be able to immediately buy it download it as a voucher um, send it by email or print it out and give it to, to give it to people um, that's how we started out um, with a lot of really good 
uh, outdoor adventure uh, type experiences, uh, car uh, racing, uh, rally driving, jumping out of uh, airplanes, flying helicopters, um, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, really exciting. Um, and since then, it sort of has developed along. The market has developed along. People's tastes, a little bit like in travel, has developed along as well. Mm. Um, we're actually seeing now probably more lifestyle, more retail, more of those type of uh, sedentary type experiences as opposed to ones that can kill you. Why did you get into it? What, what, there was obviously, you saw an opening in the market 10 years ago. What was that opening? Well, it, it's funny, like it was never uh, really a grand plan, but it was, uh, I guess, an evolution. So um, I worked in a lot of corporate uh, type companies, did the whole uh, corporate ladder climbing uh, bit um, and uh, eventually ended up in a in, in a position where I was uh, made redundant and I had some time and I started to think about what I wanted to do. I uh, met a good college friend of mine and we decided to set up a website and that website was called Wedding Wishlist and this is back in about 2005. It was uh, the idea, which was her idea and was a great idea was to allow people getting married to put a wedding list together with things on it from lots of different shops rather than just the one. So really good idea. Um, we, we launched it. It was, it was reasonably successful, but it couldn't scale. It's too small a country. Mm. And what we unfortunately found out was that a lot of people want cash <laughs> for their wedding, yeah. understandably. So, um, so the receipt. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly, exactly. So that didn't quite work. So um, I, I took over the website and, and uh, basically opened it up so that anybody could buy all the great stuff that we had um, managed to accumulate and put on there from all our different uh, partners across the country. So we opened up allgifts.ie. That was great. People could buy gifts, send them instantly, and it's still going strong today. So what about the business side, the all-go side? Is that related or are they completely different or how does that tie yeah. in? So what happened was originally the whole idea was uh, gifts and instant gifts and instant vouchers for consumers. That was all great. Unfortunately, uh, the recession hit. And interestingly enough, then what we found was that um, it wasn't just... Uh, private people, consumers, buying gifts and sending them on vouchers was a lot of businesses on there. That's huge. Yeah, yeah and they were doing things like incentivizing sales, they were thanking their staff, uh, they were uh, rewarding customer loyalty, and all this was uh, happening on our website, and therefore the idea came about, well, why don't we uh, develop specific um, products or specific services just for corporates and that's what we did we developed a, an all go points platform which allows companies like Volkswagen to incentivize sales of their cars across the country so that's what you mean because I looked at LinkedIn it says incentive marketing so yes. that's what you mean that's what we mean now okay. and now you know 90% of our business is B2B it's, it's incentives and rewards and helping companies get the most out of people that's cool it's it's interesting what when speaking to both listen to both of you and you you were you were right that Ireland is so small, it's four and a half million, you know, so we have to be, for a country, do you know when someone comes in, oh, we're coming into Ireland, we're going up a branch in Ireland, and they, on their board in America, goes, great, we've hit another country. Yeah, it's like, it's like a, a shop down the road that you've basically come to. So as Irish, we are very creative on how we can grow our businesses, and we do go out of this to, to grow it. And the thing is, we love travelling. You know, I, I, and I always believe that every person in Ireland should go away for at least one year because if you go yeah. away, you come back a yeah. different person. Yeah. I came back with Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> and, 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 and that's the beauty of it is that we're very creative. And we, 
both of what you do is it's about people having a bit of crack. It's very cool. It is, but I also think it's all about personal as well. So yeah. particularly when it comes to travel, you can say somebody can buy their holiday online, they can go online and buy it for themselves. Yeah. Uh, but it's what we do is all about getting to know the customer, get, finding out where they want to go, building a personal relationship with them so that yeah. when they're on holiday, the first person they think of when they when they want to take a picture and send it is their travel counsellor. Yeah. Um, and that and that when they come back, that's that's the first person that they'll phone as well. I find I travel quite a lot as well, obviously. Um, and when nobody really wants to know anymore when I come back, you know, my family just are not interested yeah, yeah. in how Vietnam was at Christmas. Nobody cares, yeah. but my colleagues do. And all of the people within the industry love to hear about it. Yeah. And like their customers, when they go on holidays yeah, and come back, it, they're the first people they talk to. There's nothing worse than sitting down and watching someone's slideshow yeah. on yeah. holiday. Yeah. Oh, this is brilliant. Yeah. I, I wasn't there. <laughs> I, oh, I hate you even more. Yeah. <laughs> I, they don't even do that. Now. They don't even ask you what it was no, like, no, unless they want to go themselves. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, and that's the thing, isn't it? It's funny how you know we all have these amazing stories, and it's about memories. It you is, know, yeah. right. I have great memories of Mondello, and I have great of of. Um, you know, Formula One, and I've great times that of holidays that I went on. That when I when I think about them, brings me back to a time that was. That I have was great so memories of a Japanese granny telling me to hurry up on the top of Sydney Bridge because I was the only one scared of heights. <laughs> <laughs> You're very brave. I, I only take pictures of it from the bottom. I'm not I was terrified. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break, folks, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Business Eye, sponsored by your local enterprise office in Dunleary Ratdown. Together, we're making it happen. And welcome back. While, I, while, while I'm talking, Joe is sitting here stuffing his face with chocolate. We just got some <laughs> Gary was kind enough to bring us in some chocolate. I actually think it maybe it was for his wife. But, uh, when I asked <laughs> it's clearly now for you. He felt and decided <laughs> to give it to us. So we're, so we're eating it with yeah. the coffee. So I'm going to be quiet for the next half hour. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cathy, I'm fascinated to know, wh- where are the places, the most popular places right now for different categories of people? Yeah, it depends on the different category yeah, yeah. of people. Our top-selling destination in the last, let's say, four months uh, is the USA. No matter what happens, everybody wants to go to the USA. So it's fabulous for families, for Florida. Yeah, yeah. It's great for pe- people go to Vegas, people drive, people do the the um, highway yeah, drives yeah. all down the West Coast. Um, so that's really popular. This year, we're 150% up uh, on South Africa. So wow. a lot of people going to South Africa, it's great value for money and it's just wow. the most fascinating country. Is, is, is that wow. before all the animals are extinct? Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, well, you know, you get to see an awful lot and now everything is sustainable, everything is about... I think people are, it, are, it's security, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right? nobody go. you can't ride the elephants and, and if you yeah, go to a place yeah. that where you ride elephants, that is so um, not politically correct. No. Do so they do the garden route and all that the stuff? The garden route yeah, and, yeah. and um, there's lots of um, safari uh, along the garden route so you don't need to get any uh, malaria okay. there's no malaria along the, the garden route only up around right. um, Joburg that area so what, what about Morocco I'm asking because I'm going there a week's time with my wife and kids is that getting yeah. more popular or less popular uh, it's kind of 
gone a bit flat in fairness really? there used to be charter flights a few years ago that's right um, Agadir. had direct flights that's and right. then um, when uh, the kind of terrorism happened in Tunisia yeah, yeah. and and was happening um, they pulled Morocco because people weren't yeah. going I mean it's a fascinating are you going to Marrakesh? Yeah, we went last year. Oh, we right, loved okay. it. It's beautiful. It. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It, yeah. And, and that's really a terrible shame that yeah. an incident happens somewhere. That's, that's not up in the mountains, yeah, I know. yeah. And it affects all those other yeah, countries. Yeah. It's if, very you look sad. At it, if you look at the time that you know, 9-11 hit America, that's right. you know, that was the time that the world collapsed that's and right. travel collapsed and yeah. that's where Ryanair bought you know they yeah. bought all their, all their planes right. that's exactly right yeah. and you have survived that I, I yeah. remember I, I, I'm yeah. in the business we, we've been through lots of disasters or I have but yeah. I do remember that the um, look obviously how sad it was and everything but just everything stopped the next but, day yeah. has, the cult- has the culture changed in Ireland where do you know where it, it used to be the whole family holidays and Younger people now are they looking for the as, like as the weekend break now just exploded, and the reason why I mention it is because we've with all the Europeans and the foreign nationals that are that are living in 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 Dublin alone, what people are don't know is their parents are visiting them here during the week or off season yeah. they're coming and that's something like I read somewhere it was like something like 5 billion mm. it was bringing in to the economy it, alone it's amazing I did a piece of work with an aviation company in December and they had 200 staff from 37 countries that's right it's incredible and it's the same in Cork because in Cork we have Apple of course with a, a huge amount of employees and my husband um, has his own walking tours uh, okay. business in Cork okay. so he does walking tours of yeah. the city and he said yeah. the amount of times during the summer that that there's family and friends of people who are working up in Apple going on the yeah, walking yeah, tour, yeah. Uh, you know, getting to know the city yeah, while yeah. The, the family are still working. Yeah, yeah, we did that in Dublin, actually. We, instead of going away one year, we basically brought the kids on all the, um, the you know, the Viking rides yeah. and all this and seeing what it was. And Hometown I learned, I learned more about, I learned two things about Dublin. One was there was a lot of history that I didn't do. And the yeah. second thing, it was bloody expensive. Yeah, it is expensive. <laughs> That's yeah. it, Anna. Gary, what are, are families jumping in to some of the stuff that your, your re- clients that you're representing, or is it is it just, you know, stag parties or hen parties? I want to try and just clarify on that, or is it all? Yeah, so it's um, on uh, on all gifts. Um, people are buying 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 gifts in it for for them, not for themselves, for their loved ones. Uh, sometimes for families, um, but like floor mats. Uh, was that like floor mats? Uh, no, not like floor mats. More more experiential. So you know what you what we said. What used to sell an awful lot and still does uh, to a large degree um, is anything to do with uh, airplanes and anything to do with driving experiences. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you know that could be Mondello Park and you can learn how to drive a racing car, or you could do a rally driving down in uh, down in Waterford. Um, you can jump out of an airplane. You can do airplane simulations in, in different places. Uh, there's helicopter lessons. There's when you actually, I was amazed when we first set up the business, started looking for uh, really good uh, gifts and interesting things, unusual things to be able to offer people. How much there is out there in Ireland to do? It's amazing. What's the criteria for someone to be involved in your business? I'm sure you have a level. 
to keep your prestige high, what is, what are the criteria that they have? Like, it's not some guy down the road with a wheelbarrow, you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. Father it, Ted special. Yeah, know? well, you know, on one hand, we're always looking for uh, something new and unusual, something that isn't there already. Um, but it needs to be done in a in a in a, in a particular way. You know, it needs to be. Uh, top of its class in whatever it's offering it needs to be something that uh, we think our customers are going to be interested in um, and it's going to have to not really clash with um, similar maybe uh, businesses that we have on the site already because it's not fair to to to, to just uh, compete is, is, is it seasonal a lot of it yeah it's very seasonal of course uh, because uh, 50% of all gifts are bought at the end of the year for Christmas uh, but then throughout the year you have people buying uh, gifts for, for birthdays for big occasions like Mother's Day not so much Valentine's although that does happen a little bit Father's Day is now pretty big as well buying gifts in the I've got to tell my, my wife and kids that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah of buying for teachers at the end of the school year so yeah. there are actual occasions uh, throughout the year but of course Christmas is the big one I'm sure the both of you in your businesses are very creative and you're always looking to stay ahead of your competition. You know, it's ongoing. It's about learning. It's about being curious. And I'm going to open up to both of you, Katia Lasher, for us. What, what do you see is happening in your industry and what sort of strategies or thoughts do you have to counterbalance what's coming down the road, if there is anything coming down the road? I think um, the traditional um, shop front of a travel agency is probably going to have its day um, uh, very soon. Mm. I think specialist is really vital and important. I think that customers ultimately people will not need a travel agent to book the weekend break mm. unless there's something specific they want. They probably won't need travel agents to book um, a two-week holiday in Mallorca. Mm. But what they will need travel agents for is the more difficult things that either they get too confused by the amount of choice out there, things like cruising, mm. things like long haul, because no matter what, we still have better airfares than you can find online. Mm. And we also know the best way to go. Yeah. Uh, so we will always save a customer money than, than they would by trying to find it themselves so what we're selling is our personal experience I suppose Um, and and that is and and people now we have a lot of people that have travelled all over the world so back in the day when I worked on the counter they were coming to you because you were the only one that had travelled now everybody travels it's not, it's not yeah. a big deal yeah. we, we were speaking about this earlier on it's, it's you know that the industry is you know I don't want to send you, sell you one holiday I want to sell you all That's your right. holidays and I want to come become part of your network and yeah. with and with the brick and mortar closing okay internet has given us a wider audience but the brick and mortar closing has that caused other challenges for yourselves to keep that together? No, I don't think so because our travel counsellors, as I said, they would build a relationship with the customer. They'll go out and meet the customer if they want in their in the local coffee shop, in the local hotel, in their mm. own home if so they the wish. Home visit. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. So it's one to one. It's personal. Mm. What used to <clears throat> kind of annoy me about a shop was that you you would be sitting there talking about your holiday, and everybody down the line is listening. To it and as they'd well. be talking to each other as well. And during the recession, that was a big thing. People, yeah, yeah. people didn't want if they had the money and they were spending it. Yeah. They didn't want anybody in the local town or the yeah. neighbourhood to know they were spending their money. Yeah. So I think that it has to be a bit more private. A and holiday discerning. is a really yeah, special thing. Most people is. only have one holiday or maybe two a year, and it's mm. really special and private, right. isn't it? Has to be, and it has to be right. And the other be. thing is that if something goes wrong uh, the day you arrive, the first person you should be phoning is your travel counsellor or, yeah, or whoever yeah, booked yeah. the holiday for you. And yeah. we. 
and we do that. We have a twenty-four. Yeah, yeah. We have a twenty-four-seven response unit. So it's connected with that. So it's instant. Yeah. Gary, the same with yourself. What's you know with with what's coming down the road and you know just strategizing. Uh, well, for us, uh, a lot of it is around technology. Um, we have our own technology platform that runs our voucher system and also our all-go um, recognition programs for companies and incentive programs for companies. So um, it's very, very difficult, I think, uh, to keep up with the technology uh, that de- as it develops. And I think especially for small companies as well, like ourselves, to be able to develop our own technologies, uh, technology is very expensive. Um, and in, in this country, it's very hard to get people who um, who can uh, can help you with that. So there are challenges there. But and for us, um, if we were if I was able to flick a switch or uh, click my fingers and have um, uh, have more technology in our business, it would be fantastic. In terms in terms of attracting people, suppliers to your website, do you go out, out, out actively looking for them, or, or how does that work, or do, or do they come to you, or how does that work? Uh, yeah, a little bit of both, actually. Yeah. Um, probably more people approaching us now than us going out uh, because okay. we have 200 different uh, reward partners, gift partners, as we call them. Um, and so we have a good offering across most sectors. But we're always on the lookout for something new, something uh, something unusual. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. we get approached by a lot of people and we turn a lot of people down. Yeah. It's it's interesting when we're, we're looking at the, the demographics of who our audience are. I don't think a lot of people realise that there was a recession. They realised the recession, but there was a a segmentation of the market that got stung in that recession. And even though that they've come out, we've come out of that. That segmentation is still recovering from that, and some of them will never recover. You know, there's people who are in the forty fives or in fifty fives who got burnt and and lost millions. And they will never recover. And that segmentation, and even looking the way people voted in the general election, it's the generation now from the 18 mm. to the 35 are the ones mm. that we're looking at. We, we tend to do business mm. with people of our own age and mm. our own demographic. And companies that do that will have difficulty. You have to expand to look at those Younger generations and looking out at now, right. younger mm. generations for a business to survive on it. But I reckon that f- feeds into corporate gifts as well because I've got a bit of an interest in this space. I'd imagine the sort of corporate gifts that people would be buying through you would be very different in five or ten years than, than now. Sure, yeah. Do, do you have a sense of that? Yeah, well, I think in, on the corporate gifting side and on that incentive side uh, of our business, uh, what's happening is di- digitization. So instead of getting, you know, uh, maybe a watch or a, a clock yeah. or something physical, um, people want to be rewarded right now and to receive it in Impulse. digital format and yeah, they can spend yeah. it on their phone immediately. What is the demographic that sort of you're attracting for both of you? For us, it's it's all ages. I probably our demographic would be uh, people that are close to retirement age, but also honeymoons. So very very young uh, as well. So um, all oh, all for us, yeah, I would say. And yourself. Well, on the all gift side of things, uh, women are better uh, purchasers of gifts than uh, men. Yeah, men are pretty, uh, <laughs> Although men are good men on are Christmas brutal. morning <laughs> when they're men, stuck. They could be men with, you know, women purchasing with the men's credit card. Well, that was, could be, yeah. you know, buying it, like, I say, well, buy yourself a gift. <laughs> Cathy, you're going to be leaving us now shortly. Um, Gary, you're going to hang on. Um, Gary, um, Cathy, where can people, if they want to, inquire about your services for holidays, connect with someone in their local area 
Give us the details there, please. Uh, Travelcounsellors.ie, so it's C-O-U-N-S-E-L-L-O-R-S.ie. And when you go on there, you can just search for um, your local travel council. We've 81 in the Republic of Ireland uh, at the moment, so you're bound to find find one. And on there, they all have blogs about places they've been and their expertise. So you don't necessarily have to book with somebody local. You might look at somebody in Galway and say, oh, she's been to Vietnam, that's where I want to go and connect with that person. That's cool. So there's a connection and everyone. That's right. And like a lot of our audience would would be uh, LinkedIn as well. So yeah. if someone wanted to reach out to you on LinkedIn, how would they find uh, you? Kathy Burke, Travel Counselors. I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. Well. yeah. Be delighted okay. to hear from people. Um, Simon, I think we'll take a quick break now. Kathy, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you. You're listening to Business Eye, sponsored by your local enterprise office in Dunleary Ratdown. Together, we're making it happen. And welcome back to Business Eye, uh, sponsored by Don Leary, Rathdown, local enterprise office. Hashtag making it happen. That's it. So for this third bit, we've got a new guest. We still have Gary here, but we have Rian. I was calling you Ryan. Rian Lanigan. Correct. Great to meet you. And you. Welcome. Rean is, uh, I met Rean, um, he was in my uh, the audience at a uh, JCI, probably uh, January, that's it, that's, uh, I, I, when I, I was doing a talk on goal settings and I said, I don't believe in goals. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you've you've been busy since then. You you've got into the sales training sort of mm. network, um, and look, there's a lot of, there's a lot going on in the sales training network. But one of the things as well, which I think what a lot of people miss is communication. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And and when I say communication, we all talk about sales processes and you know sales process, sales process, sales process. But there's an element to it as well, and it's one of the things I focus on is presentation on it. So tell me. What are you picking up in the marketplace out there at the moment? Is there a lack of sales training, sales communication, or is is it grow? Are people coming more professional in the networking? I don't think. Good, good question. I don't think there's a lack of sales training. Uh, um, good sales training. <laughs> go to Joel Dalton. <laughs> um, what I what I think is that it's it's viewed as a one and done. Um, I think reinforcement is huge, whether that's on a weekly, bi-weekly or monthly basis. Um, but it's 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 down to the manager themselves to, to, to hold their team accountable to get trained. But if we look past that, it's it's really effort put into communicating with people. Um, I'm sure everyone in the room here has got LinkedIn messages or emails that they take one glance at and it's either too long to read or... It, it, they haven't done their homework. I get messages from people asking me, can they help me with LinkedIn marketing? If they did one bit of research, they'd know that that's not something that I'm looking for help with. So um, I get 10 a week saying, can I help you with a website? And I've got two brand new websites. Mm. Yeah, I know you <laughs> looked at me one. I've looked at your website and it's really crap. I don't have a website. <laughs> <laughs> I get that one as well, yeah. So is sales more about authentic influencing? Is that what you To me, about? it's just about communication between two people yeah it's yeah it look is. it's it's we we all it's all about helping that's mm, at yeah. the end of the day and it's about us all trying to make a living and it's there's one thing i do believe in the sales process no matter if that's through leads or f- to marketing 
or one-to-one conversations, people don't are not aware that they need something until you disturb them enough to know that they need it. I don't need a sales, you know, a, a gift. But when I come across your product or someone get it, it sparks interest in me. I, do, do, do you know that element on it with it? That it's, but it's how you present that to people that they kind of go, actually, you're dead right. You've, mm. you've, it, I see the value in it. People mm. will buy something if they see the value yeah, in it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very, very interesting industry to Isn't be it? in because you're essentially trying to market a product to someone that they don't know or don't believe that they need. As, 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 as a sales trainer? Well, they don't know that they don't need. <laughs> or that they don't know that they could need. The, 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 worst thing, the, the worst thing that I remember, God, 20 years ago, mm. 20 years ago. Or 40 God, maybe. 40, 40 <laughs> years ago, is when it was, I was getting You don't look a day home. over 20, I know, I, I look, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't he think, is. you know, fighting fist, that's all that swimming and, and doing. And chocolate. And chocolate. Soon to be rugby as well. And soon to be rugby. Um it's it's really about when when people are sort of selling gifts or selling sales training or selling leadership yeah and yeah. you're and you're, you're it is a process not everybody will buy it off you yep. there's only a certain amount of people that will and there's not and you have to kind of realize okay i know these people will never buy off me mm. am i am i I'm, but i'm a sales trainer i'm meant to be selling to everybody you can have that mindset or i'm a gift so it, it's eliminating all that it's and, connecting and with the right people in the end, with it, it? Yeah. but that's why you got to stay away from the spray and prey approach oh, absolutely and just identify who you're looking for absolutely yeah. the target audience on it small bit a, a small bit of spray. research will, will uh, spray and pray i love that pray, yeah. that sums it up yeah. gary <laughs> with yourself uh, what sort of strategies do you use get into in that whole approach is it just on is it seo or is it do you have people on the phone connecting with people especially getting into the business network or yeah is it just um on the, on, I, I, I just what rian said there we, we spend a lot of time um on the business side and um, just focusing on the the right type of uh, person to connect to and or to target to, um because uh there's so much noise out there that you can waste mm. you know if you're if you're trying to get your message out to the wrong type of person uh or the rest is to the right type of person with something that the, that that you don't have uh you're just wasting your time and you're wasting their time as well and time is really the most valuable commodity for both the buyer and the sellers. The yeah. only thing that yeah. we don't have enough of. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, it's so yeah. busy out there now, so noisy with all the digital social media and everything that people contend with in their daily lives. So when you're when we're trying to sell our services to you know HR managers or the uh, financial controller in a company or maybe the managing director of a, of a company, and we're trying to get them to look at the whole idea of tax-free gift cards or incentive programs for their for their staff, we really need to cut through and uh, have a have a message that resonates with them and and for us a lot of the time that's giving them non-salesy uh, free uh, content of value um, and, and giving them yes yeah, chocolate <laughs> and, 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 and business reports and I'm interested like in social media and things like LinkedIn are they mm. From your perspective, Rian, are they is for example LinkedIn getting more or less cluttered, more or less valuable? What are you seeing? Something interesting was said there a moment ago around the messaging side of things, and it will lead to my answer on this. But um, I use a great tool, and I don't have stock in it, and they haven't paid me to say. It, but I use a great tool called Owler.com. What that allows you to do is input the the name of the business you're trying to target, 
and then every day it will give you an update if and it will trigger you if events happen leadership change IPO rumour yeah, press it's release Navigator is it or? similar to Navigator yeah as well um, and then as soon as you get a hit from someone you're you're interested in you're doing a very responsive message on time with what you're trying to say okay okay Aula.com is what I, I use but, one, of, yeah. one of the concerns and I think that everyone you know the service is, is when when we get to prospecting and it's following up and we can have all the systems in place and we can have all the great ideas but we do look we're human we we do forget people do fall through the cracks you know mm. you, you're, you're working on a project and you have your lovely diary there and you go oh my god I forgot to call yeah. them because that's that's human nature on it yeah. and it's 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 it is a numbers game it is a numbers game the more people you speak to and but it's speaking to those right people. It's understanding who, as you said, Gary, it's understanding who your client is. But is there a concern where, like on, which I see, we talked about it, where social media is, people are connecting with people like in LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my Rolodex. I yeah. connect with everyone there. I get all my business. We do yeah. interview. We get people from the show from there. Yeah. And I find that some people go from connect to sale. They don't build the trust or yeah. the love between them so someone connects with you and then suddenly you get that hi buy this from me I, I'm selling shares in Nigeria yeah. and my prince father oh my god another one yeah. deadly I've got to be a billionaire now <laughs> a billionaire but do you find that both of you that people jump from connection and into the sale without the conversation or the nurturing or yeah well I mean it's okay to go straight to the sale if you're if, if it's uh, what the person wants but how do you know what the person wants Correct. until you've actually developed some sort yeah, of right. relationship or understanding mm-hmm. of them and that's really what it's all about to be able to do that yeah, yeah. yeah um, what, what do you find is the biggest issue that you come across or the one thing that shakes your head repeatedly when you're speaking to people in sales training lack of research put into what you're what you're you're trying to do, like a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's in everything. You've always said you've always said that. Yeah, and it's just it is. It's right. Yeah, it's customer, 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 customer yeah. on it. Yeah, on it. Yeah, there's like, no there's no real shortcut, is there? There's no magic algorithm to sell stuff. You have to put in the effort, don't you? You yeah. have to research, research, research. You have to like what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, there's no point. <laughs> Well, yeah, I would also say listening is a, is 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 key in in sales because unless you're actually listening well to what the other person is saying, you're actually just sort of preaching. Yeah. You're not actually really connecting and and, and providing them with the solution. I I I heard something a couple a couple uh, years ago. I was at a conference, and the one thing I I I was I remember coming away with was when somebody's talking. If you pause for three point two seconds. The average person can last silence for just under three seconds, yeah, and the amount of information that I've managed over the last three years to to gather if I, from just pausing for those two yeah, or three yeah, seconds, yeah. Uh, and and you, it's essentially listening, and you get so much more information from people. People are willing to tell you anything if you ask in the right way, or if you just shut up and listen. Yeah, that that that, peri- that period, but that period between the <laughs> stimulus and the response. That gap, that's where the opportunity is. But also, if you're going in into a, a presentation and we know there's a point where you ask that question and you want the answer, and we all know he who speaks next loses. Do you know that's that saying? And that three seconds, four seconds can feel like four or five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you know when you're sitting there and you go, and if the other person 
knows what you're doing. So, you know, we all come across and we have people trying to sell to us and we are know the art of selling. So you kind of test someone to see under their sales ability and they'll ask a question and you'll just sit there and you won't say anything and you'll watch them panic. And it's so beautiful. Yeah, it <laughs> all going, it's oh, a bit sad. Everybody. Sad as well at times. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it is good on it. Yeah. Your, the sales training that you're d- using, that's from a franchise, isn't it? Yes. yes. Sandler training. Sandler training. And I, you know, we've had some of the guys here on one of the other shows who, who mm-hmm. work in, 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 in that network. What, in your opinion, makes it different from other sales training processes that are out there? Reinforcement. Weekly reinforcement um, would be the, the, the key differentiator. I see a lot of the others. Um, I'm not going to name any trainers to put them under the under the bus, but I see trainers come in and do, to fly into a city, do 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 a seminar, and then they'll leave. And that's great, but you're not going to remember what what the, what they taught you a week later, two weeks later, three yeah, weeks later. Yeah. Well, you're not going to remember remember what a sandler trainer tells you yeah, yeah. if you go today. You're not going to remember that. But that, that's, Thursday. that's a great point. Uh, a colleague of mine talks about use the. Um, the analogy of basketball, baseball players, mm. they only become great baseball players by doing this hundreds of times every day. Mm. You don't become great by just luck. But, but it's, again, when I martial arts, Wing Chun, we used to just it's practice, practice, practice on it with, and the wooden dummy. Um, but with sales, I say it's like riding a bicycle. You know, we go, we, people will go to college and they will learn to get their degree or they will take up a sport and they will practice to get it right. Why don't people practice sales? Why do people think they just have a great product and all they do is just talk, 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 talk? Why, why, what's the mental block there that people don't practice on it? Well, well uh, one of the amusing things for, for me in, in business is that we, um, we take on um, interns from uh, DCU every year. It's a fantastic program. They're business students in third year. They, they stay with us for 11, 12 months. So we really get to know them, train them up, and they're fantastic people, fantastic attitude. I can't say enough good things about them. However, Every year when uh, when they start, they have uh, they all have the same uh, quirk, which is this, that uh, they won't or don't want to speak on the phone. So they don't actually want to speak to anyone. Yeah, uh, yeah. Either outbound to inquire about yeah, something yeah. or inbound if somebody's calling in. And it's it's a real cultural thing now because, of course, all, everyone, ourselves included, especially the younger generation, um, like being on their phone um, and communicating um, in all the modern ways, but not talking on one the of the last jobs to go I think is going to be salespeople because it's all that human connection and perception yeah, forces accounts and lawyers hopefully and lawyers yeah, definitely <laughs> put them all in the, I can say I used to, be, used to be a lawyer so I can say that Gary where can people find you if they want to tap into the products and the service or book that sort of adventure or whatever for their staff or for their family yeah so we have two websites um, if you're looking uh, to buy something instantly download it send it either privately or uh, for a company go to allgifts.ie that's allgifts.ie and if you're looking for a corporate program or, um, a reward program or incentive program or tax free gift cards for your company then allgo.ie is the website excellent excellent yourself if someone wants to book yourself or find out more about the Sandler's uh, sales training program where where can they get you LinkedIn 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 is the best place give them your details Rean Lattigan type that in I don't know if anybody else is called Rean or I haven't no, seen come but across it, it, one of the things I love about your stuff as well Rean is you, you were really before the sales was it was really about marketing mm. and it was about getting people noticed and some of the stuff that you were doing out there 
was very creative and is still creative than what other people are doing. So I commend you on that. I and that's that. you know, and and when I've seen some of the stuff you're doing, I kind of went, yeah, he's 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 got this, he's got it. So are you still doing that end, or you yeah. mainly so you're working on both ends, or yeah, on it, and it's busy, busy, busy man on it, Simon. Uh, next week I'm working with Jason Cooper in delivering the deal closing program at Ismi. Then on Sunday I'm flying off to 27 degrees Morocco to lie down for a week and do nothing. Are you, jo- here, jo- are you not here that Friday then for the radio? Oh no, no, Sunday. Oh, okay. But the following Friday I won't be here. I've just told you now. Oh, I won't be <laughs> here either. Home. But there's two guys in the audience here. Oh no, will I be here? Oh no, we'll see. <laughs> we'll we'll see. figure it out. And myself, I'm again just keep plodding away, making money, uh, having fun. Um, and then on the second of March, I'm with Enterprise Week, uh, speaking on sales presentation as well, a workshop. So busy, that's, busy. That's the next one. Busy, busy. Folks, it's been wonderful. Thank you guys for coming into the studio. Thank you. And to all our wonderful listeners out there, you have a super weekend, and we will catch you next week, Friday, one o'clock on Business Eye with myself and Simon. Thank you. Take care.